Hello and welcome to episode 105 of the Startcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, Ian Roxburgh, and I'm joined today by my fellow gamer, James. Hello. It's just the two of us, James. It's a, a nice, quiet podcast today. Uh, very, sorry. It's very intimate. <laughs> Very intimate, yeah, a little fireside chat we call these. Um, sorry that this episode's a little late too, I had a, had a busy week, um, as I'm sure you did too, James. You were up late last night playing games, weren't you? Yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen. I thought I would hate it, but now I'm staying up late playing it, so... Alright, have you only got into it recently? Um, yeah, I never played it before, I never, I don't play MMOs, like the only one I've ever done was Old Republic, uh, mm. and I loved that because it was Star Wars, and I played ESO, which I'm still got to write a review for. For press start, and I, I just thought it was a bit average. Um, so, mm. yeah, like, um, I was like, oh, I really want to, I would, I really want to play a good MMO, and a lot of people have suggested to me that Final Fantasy fourteen is quite good, and it has been pretty fun. Um, mm. I mean, it's, I don't know, <laughs> MMOs, I don't feel like they're fun, but I feel like they hook you, and <laughs> this one has hooked me really well. Like, I don't really, yeah. I'm not sure if I'm having fun. But so, so what about what about it sort of hooked you in? Like, what sort of warrants it being a good MMO? In it's your, just your like opinion? one of those. Oh, just one more quest. Just one more quest. You know. Mm. Um, mm. Is it the sort of rewards you're getting? Like, is it the sort of loot or the progression that you're sort of getting? Yeah, it's- like I think as well, like the classic jobs, which is like the things that everyone who knows Final Fantasy games probably knows about, like the Black Mage or the White Mage, all of that kind of stuff is. In, is hidden behind the higher levels, so I'm really keen mm. to get to that and then start exploring all of that. Right, and because that you don't have to like create a new character to change classes, like I just, which is really cool. Um, I just really like that. Like I can just, um, there's flexibility. Mm. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, I feel like Sailor Moon. You just press a button and you change your your clothes and your powers. <laughs> It's really yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. It's it's been a while. I must admit, since I I got into an MMO and and really enjoyed it. Um, I I played yeah. like a bit of the Old Republic, but it just didn't as much as big a Star Wars fan as I am. Like it just I don't know. I don't know if MMOs are, are for me. I'm unconvinced, but maybe not, I need to yeah, give Final Fantasy not, online again. Like to be honest, I don't think they're for me either. But I've got a friend who's playing this as well, who I kind of made by this game. Yeah. So I feel like I have an obligation now to play, even if I'm not enjoying. <laughs> <laughs> I got her hooked too, um, yeah. But I, like, because I'm a, quite a big Final Fantasy fan, it's nice to see all the different things pop up that you recognise. Because it, sure. it does feel like a bit of a love letter, I guess, to um, you know fans. But um, I have, I'm not even, I haven't even touched because Stormblood was the expansion that came out last week, and I haven't even touched any of the second expansion content, let alone the third mm. expansion. So mm. there's a lot of stuff to do. Um, yeah, and I'm trying to get it all just... done while in the 30 days free trial, but I don't think I will. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, are you are you sort of like looking for other, like other games to play now? Like, is there not a lot of new releases that are sort of interesting you? So you're kind of going back through your back catalog a little That's bit. Literally, or... why I picked this up. Um, yeah, I was like, oh well, you know, there's nothing for July really, and I'm not like, don't shoot me, but I'm not a huge Crash Bandicoot fan, so I'm not <laughs> I'm not super excited for that, but. Um, uh-huh. Just for July, I'm like I'm going to try and alternate between this and Evil Within because I want to just replay Evil Within um, mm-hmm. for the sequel, obviously. Uh, yeah, and yeah, I think I'm going to do that too. And I saw I saw Shannon last night was playing Wolfenstein as well. Yeah, um, those two games I really want to play sort of in the lead up to their their sequels coming out later this year because uh, they they look awesome. Their sequels, those trailers at E3 kind of got me really excited about those. Um, and I've been playing Life is Strange at the moment as oh, well, yeah. so I'm like going back to my back catalog and like playing through these games I've been meaning to play for the last year or a couple of years now. How far are you in Life is Strange? 
Uh, I think I've only just finished the first two episodes, oh, so okay. not all yeah. that far through yeah, it yet. No, um, cool. It is. It's a really interesting story, though, and like I'm, I'm really loving the characters. The soundtrack is amazing. Like uh, w- I, when you're like first at Chloe's and like uh, Angus and Julia Stone comes on, I was like Australia represent, um, but that was awesome. And then like I think like episode two opens with Alt J as well. I'm like, oh man, like my music taste is just like riddled out through this throughout this game. This is awesome. Yeah, it's a very cool, authentic kind of soundtrack. Um, mm. I hope they get the mm-hmm. tone just as right in the new one, even though it's a different group of people making it. Um, yeah, fingers crossed they do. Huh? It's the I'm. I must admit, like they do often say some things. So I'm like, oh, that seems like like a that seems like something. Um, an older person might assume a young person would say, but young people don't actually say. Yeah, I um, always wonder if that's intentional, like it's meant to be kind of dumb, ironic or not, but you, yeah, you are right, yeah. like it's very like, ugh, like, and most of them are probably, you know, French native speakers as well, so. <laughs> Good point. Um, yeah, mo- like most of the time I think it hits the nail on the head, but like other times it's just like, oh, I don't know if that's something people actually say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I don't know, you could say that about any game or book or TV show or movie, I guess. The, um, the anyhow, jump, oh, the jump sorry. between like the second last episode and the last episode, like there's, a, mm. there's the cliffhanger. Um, yeah, I, I've never in episodic games like felt the like desperate need to play the next episode, but that right. was like whoa! Like, it was, and you would have been waiting for the next episode to come out, right? Yeah, I was, and it was so annoying and like. <laughs> I've never felt that way about it. So, yeah, you have something good coming I was, up. I was tempted to write an article just about, like, how well they handled the the marketing, I suppose, for Life is Strange. Because I literally did not care about Life is Strange, like, until a week sort of prior to E3 when they sort of announced that it was going to be um, the free PSN game. Um, and then, then there were, like, the two announcements at E3, and I already had the game, like, sat on my PlayStation download, and I'm like, you know, I will, I will go and play that, and now I'm like, I feel like I'm slowly becoming all in on the franchise and all the series now. I think, yeah, they're just, everyone. They're just, and that's, yeah, I'm not the only person that's, that's felt that, like, I know talking, I think Steven's kind of done the same as well, like, on the Press Start team, um, so, uh... It's clearly like had an impact to uh in 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 building their audience a lot. So it's kind of like you know like, like when everyone watched the OC or something like that. Like it's like mm. teen drama, but in like a video game. And I think that's why it's like resonated with so many people. Um, yeah. And Square just gave it a really good goal as well. Like I was really surprised they bothered to put it out on disc for the limited edition package or whatever. And then you know they're doing a proper sequel, and then they've got this weird in between sequel they're doing before the storm. Like, yeah, I don't know. They've done. I think it's. I think it's a really cool franchise. Um, mm, mm. And they, they seem to be handling it right as well, which yeah. is what I guess what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, well, anyway, on the show this week, we're going to be talking a little bit about Modern Warfare, uh, some LA noir rumors, uh, and Metroid Prime Four, which I'm sure you're very excited about, James. Um, but let's start things off by talking a bit about Atari because uh, they've been teasing about coming back into the business uh, and sort of room, um, showing off a, a new console. Um, a very sort of tease teaser like at the at the moment, and saying that they are just sort of working on something. Um, but James, what what do you make of these these sort of little leaks and not not leaks, little teasers is the the right right word? Um, what what do you make of Atari sort of coming back and and bringing out another console? Just like leave it dead, like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like I'm sure people have maybe this is the problem. I think the problem is like I started gaming with NES, so I missed all the Atari stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I have no nostalgia whatsoever for it. Um, mm-hmm. 
I don't think... Like, do we think that this is actually real hardware? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think... Uh, yeah, like, what, what? I don't know what you think the console actually is, but I, I can see it kind of being, like, retro sort of console, much like the, the NES Mini or Classic, something like that, some know, sort of I know, like, in September, virtual machine. EB has sent out an email yesterday um, that they're doing the Sega and the Atari as, like, mm-hmm. HDMI consoles. Like, I don't think it, that's this. Um, yeah, I don't think it is either. But uh, then what are those? Because there has been, like, the sort of... I don't want to say knockoff, but kind of... Well, they have the, the Sega and the Atari logos on them, so I feel like those things are legit. But they have been. You're right, there's weird knockoffs at, like, other stores. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's like... I just don't have... Like, I don't know. When you, when you play... When you talk about video games, like, I just feel like the only game everyone ever talks about, and even Shannon talked about it in the article, is E.T. and how crap it was. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't feel like there's much... I, like, they don't have much to go on if they're going to be trying to appeal to people's nostalgia, mm. I feel. Um, but then if it's a new console, like, why? Like, there's just... It just seems like such a stupid thing to... Yeah. I and when know. you say new console, do you mean like sort of a full spec? Like say an Xbox One or a gen. PS4, or, yeah, yeah, like current gen product. Um, yeah. Do you, I mean? Like, do you think that could possibly be received well by the market at all? Like, do you think? No, I don't no. know. I just think like I, I know that three sounds like it's not like much, but right now it feels a little bit crowded already. Like, mm. um, you know, Dreamcast crashed and burned so quick, and that was poor marketing, but it was also because it was like a fourth expensive product in a market that was already expensive. I don't know. I just feel like mm. they'd be pretty stupid to do that. Um, just yeah. just, it's, like, just be happy you did well before and leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. It is interesting because people like being on the one ecosystem so much. Like they, that's where they like playing with their friends are, I guess. So you often see that like one console, like in this current generation, we've got the PS4 and in the generation previous, it was their 360 that sort of like really rose to dominance and, and sure, like the other consoles kind of do get a, a foothold, but unless you're sort of doing something really different, it can be kind of hard to, to sort of find your, your niche, I guess. Like I think the Switch has done well because it, it has that, that portable feature to it as well and, and uh, just does things so differently and obviously has the exclusive games that people want as well. Um, I, I think that, for like Atari that, to come back and be successful, they'd need to be trying to do something similar, but then would that kind of stack up against Nintendo? I don't know. I think that's the thing. Like, I've, you know, Nintendo has unique hardware with a unique selling point um, and then their games are unique that you can't really get their games anywhere else. And then Sony and Xbox, um, they have you know, similar experiences um, and compete mm-hmm. to an extent. Um, mm-hmm. But then with this, like, Atari, like, what are you doing? Like, you're fighting against, like, brand loyalty of consoles that have had three to four generations now. Like, I just think mm. it's kind of a pointless effort unless it's, like, super cheap. But it won't yeah. be because this company... I'm, it, I'm like, didn't Atari go bust, like, years ago? I swear they went bankrupt at some point. Um I remember they had published weird games on 360, like Alone in the Dark, and then they just died. Or Test mm-hmm. Drive. I don't know. I f- swear they went bankrupt at some point. Um, yeah, I thought I thought they had as well. Yeah, and then they come out talking about them making a console. Like, look, I'm not optimistic, and it's a no. For, <laughs> and it's a no from me. <laughs> <laughs> do you think it's like ever possible that we'll see another manufacturer sort of get into the market? Like, do you think someone would have to bow out for that to happen, or do you think that there is a ever a, like a possibility of there being four people people will try and they won't but i don't think it will ever be at a point where there's a fourth one 
Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, a, like, like you'll go into an EB or a JB, and there'll be four sections, like plus PC. Like, I don't think that'll ever happen. Um, mm. I just don't see it happening. Um, I don't see. You know, people thought that Ouya would take off, and yeah, that, and that, like, you know, like I, I don't know. I just don't. see Yeah, I think like the only way I, I kind of see it working is if someone sort of really hones in on the casual market, even like in more so of a way than the Wii necessarily did. Like, or, but even like or more someone so with than like mobile. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like yeah, that niche is already like, served by that platform. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I just, so, and maybe like if even if someone like with the brand powder to like Apple was sort of some way like able to make like an Apple TV that sort of allowed you to play your iPhone games or something like that, or just like unlocked you know extra potential for those. I don't know. Maybe that'd be able to get something to work, but I don't think it'd be necessarily something appealing to like the current sort of markets of gamers. It would sort of be bringing in a broader sort of range of people. Um, are yeah, we, are we, can I just like confirm? Is that YouTube video like actually an official video? <laughs> like. I'm just looking at the channel now, and it's one video, and it's just called Atari Box. Like, anybody could create that. Yeah, yeah, and the, I don't know if you've been to the actual website as well. I was, like, kind of underwhelmed by the, the look of the website, too. Um, I don't know. As as far as I know, like, it's a legit thing, because uh, the... Uh, I, I don't know if it was the CEO or which executive it was of Atari came out and spoke about it as well. So, as far as I know, it's a thing. Right. Okay. Yeah, it it seems pretty genuine, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it shouldn't be. <laughs> anyway, I don't. I I'd be surprised if this became anything. Like, yeah. I don't know. Do you remember the Phantom? Do you remember hearing about? I don't remember the Phantom. Oh, no. Like, well, pull up a chair. No, the fan. <laughs> just just quickly, like the Phantom was like a console that this made by this oh, this company called Phantom Labs. Um, it, back in the day, like I used to see it. I'm sure people my age probably remember reading about it in the magazines all the time. It was like this awesome console that was like a P- it was could play all those PC games that you couldn't play on your shitty PC. Um, but it was yeah. like a console, and it was you could go online and you could buy games from the store and download them to your console and just play them like super simple. And the Phantom like never came to fruition. It was a um, it was going to be like the fourth console. And mm-hmm. when I think about it, we do all of the things that it was going to do now. So it was kind of ahead of its time. But yeah. the company, like, just n- nothing ever happened. Like, I think they were called Infinite Labs or Phantom Labs or something. Um, and yeah. it was meant to be, like, it was basically a Steam box. Um, right. Yeah, but that never happened. And that just is what I think of if this is going to be a thing as well. But Well, I guess we will just have to wait and see and, and find out how it all shakes out in the end. Yes. Um, well, in other news this week, James, uh, Modern Warfare Remaster is getting a standalone release, much like we all speculated it would. Um, it's, I think, releasing this week. Like, it's just it's just dropping on Tuesday or something. Is that right? Do you know? I have no idea. Um, no, I think no. it's I think it's like right around the corner. Um, but it's uh, going to be priced uh, maybe a little higher than some suspected. Um, I think they're talking about being in excess of about fifty bucks here. Uh, we're still sort of like waiting for some final details. Um, but first, like, what do you sort of make about how like this has all been handled? Because initially it wasn't going to get a standalone release, and now it is, and it's coming to PS4 first and Xbox One, PC sometime later. Like, is this all a bit messy? Yes. <laughs> do you- I like okay like I don't I don't really care about COD but I just think about all the people who purchased you know overpriced mm-hmm. special editions of Infinite Warfare and because they thought that was the only way they could get Modern Warfare um and then they do this um 
and people, the price thing, like, I, th- I think it is really shit, but I think people will pay that, um, because mm. it is technically, oh no, I'm not, I'm not, like, I, I'm not defending them, but it is a full game, um, yeah. you know, and I, I, I reckon when they priced this, not priced, budgeted this remake, they probably included the fact that they could sell it for full price later on, or they probably mm-hmm. might have even spoken about that, um, before they decided to pack it in with Infinite Warfare. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I think it's a really shit thing. Like, I, I think it's really shit that they've spoken about how they will never do it and how you have to buy Infinite Warfare. And then everybody, ha- it's, well, let's be honest, like most people have, Infinite Warfare now is like, what, $23 or $28 at EB? Like, that's nuts. Like, it's so cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just feels a bit shit. I just think, like, they don't, I, I don't, the... The like subtext to this decision to me is like you don't really respect the people who are buying your product, and you don't really, you know, you're not telling them the truth. If that makes sense. Yeah, like, and and like, what is it confirming when we all speculated that it was going to get a standalone release, and they were they were coming out and saying it's not going to happen, it's never going to happen, whatever, and we just didn't believe them anyhow, and now they've just gone and like reaffirmed our beliefs. Like they're just pretty much confirming that we know there are a bunch of lies. <laughs> that's the thing that that's the thing that rubs <laughs> me the wrong way is like they blatantly said it's not going to be coming separately. I think like I'd, I'd yeah. have to double check, but I'm fairly certain they did say that that the only yeah. way you're going to get it is by buying the legacy edition or whatever. Um, yeah. That's what really annoys me. Like, fair enough if they didn't say anything and they were weird and coy about it, then you could kind of read between the lines, work it out. But they mm. didn't do that. They just were like, nah, it's not coming. You better buy Infinite Warfare, otherwise you'll miss out. And yeah, then, yeah. It's I just like, p- people give EA a hard rap, and I see EA working so hard to change their image, and then Activision go and do stuff like this. I'm like, why did we not hold Activision to the same standards? They get away with all sorts of I think a lot of people just don't pay attention business. to Activision as much. Well, I mean, obviously people do, because they get their games sell so much, but I just don't think they get as much attention, because, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, EA has brands that a lot of people love, you know, um... You know, cool. Yeah, fair point. Like, Star Wars is the biggest one now, but then they had, you know, Dead Space, Mirror's Edge, all of that stuff as well. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Do you, I think, I mean, do you I think, think people are just so, like, I mean, Call of Duty is obviously yeah, like a very popular franchise as well, though. So, do you yeah, think people is. just, like, they don't really kind of monitor, like, what Activision sort of do as a company as a whole? They're just sort of, like, so immersed in just what kind of Call of Duty releases are happening I and think, stuff? I like, think Call of Duty as a franchise um, now, how its audience has shifted a bit. I think that. Um, it's more like the people who post on the internet, like on say NeoGAF or who Mm. like we tend to surround ourselves with, we're a bit older. So I don't think we pay as much attention to Call of Duty as say people would pay attention to say Battlefield or, um, you know, Mm. more bigger games like Uncharted. Um, like anecdotally speaking, if you walk into a store on COD day, like, you know, there is a lot of kids. Mm. Um, so I don't know. I don't really know. I don't know, mm. but yeah. I think that I think those the kids roughest... need to get up in arms a bit more. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they will when they get older. I don't like. I don't, know. I don't want to like diminish any older people who might play COD, but I do feel like the audience has shifted quite a bit, and they're trying to regain that audience with World War Two. Like I feel like that's a very concerted effort to do so. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of like, I, I don't really mind the price in this. Like, I think, like you said, it is sort of a full game. It's not going to have, like, a lot of the DLC that I think maybe came with the infinite thing. But yeah, maybe, 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 like, that balances out. Maybe that's fair. Like, I think they kind of get like, the game a little cheaper and with a few little bonuses. Getting I think it that's really t- shit, though. Like, personally, like, I think that's the worst thing they've done, they've chosen to do. Um, 
Like, do you think it's not like really a true sort of remaster without sort of all the extra content? Well, I I just feel like you know one you've already lied to people. Mm. <laughs> Two, like you're charging more than probably what you should charge. Like this should be fifty fifty AU, like I reckon, or something like that. Um, because it's already yeah. it's already come out. It's already made its money back. Like as far as we're aware. Um, mm-hmm. And then three, like you're putting it out on a disc as. The, the Modern Warfare remastered, but then, like, you're, you're cutting out shit that was in the final edition of the game and then selling that on top again, like... Mm. I don't know, yeah, I just I find hope, it... I hope they don't sell on top again. Like, if it's not quite ready to go on the disc, I get that, but if they don't sort of, like, release it but free they, and they uh, that, start asking 25 saying, like, bucks again for each map pack... The variety like, map pack, like, isn't there, and that should be there if they put yeah. this all out on a disc. Like, if it's a time thing, fucking wait. Like, I just think... I don't know. I think it. I think it's really shit. I. I personally like. I personally like don't care as much about this because I'm not a COD person. But mm-hmm. I just think it's really shit. Like I just imagine. I'm just trying to think of like if they say had the remake of Resident Evil Two packaged in with like Resident Evil, like the last shit game they made, and then I bought the shit game <laughs> just so I could get two. But then they put two out later. Like that would be with with all the extras as DLC. Like I would be so annoyed at that. Like. Mm. I don't know. Mm. I just think it's a bit shit. I think it's really bad, and I think it, like, it won't backfire. But like, because it is such a big selling franchise. But I think that you know, it just it's not helping the fact that these games are selling less every year. Yeah, know? yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. In saying that, like, I was really, I was really tempted to pick pick this up just because I loved Modern Warfare so much, um, and I didn't get Infinite Warfare because I knew this was going to happen. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll just maybe like if it is really that much, like I can I can wait until they sort of say what they're doing with the map packs, and and maybe the game kind of comes down in price a little bit. I don't know. I was but, like uh, I was like lining up in the in a it's store. left me less enthused. Right. Yeah. I was like lining up in a store yesterday to buy um Evil Within, and like mm-hmm. <laughs> the guy in front of me was talking to the guy and was like, oh um. You know, I really want to get this, but do you reckon they're going to release one separately? And the guy at the counter was like, "Look, I don't know. Like, they could, but I we just don't know anything." And and then the the guy who was buying mm. the game was like, "Well, they would have announced it at E3, wouldn't they?" And the guy <laughs> and the guy at the counter was like, "Yeah, I guess, but you know, just understand, like, I can't. You know, I don't, I don't know." And then the guy was yeah, like, "I don't care. Guarantee. I'm sick of waiting. I'm just going to buy it." And then I feel really bad for that guy. <laughs> yeah, literally, like a couple of days later, <laughs> yeah, <literally, yeah. laughs> gets screwed over. Uh, well, talking remasters, um, there's been some rumors circulating in the past week or so of LA Noir uh, getting a remaster. The uh, the Bondi, the Rockstar Bondi. Was it Rockstar Bondi? Was that their name? Um, no, Bondi. Game? Rockstar published it. I think the company was called Bondi, Team Bondi or something. Team um, Bondi, I don't yes. think it was a Rockstar like, internal studio. No, that's right. That's right. Um, uh, anyhow, developed game uh, coming to Switch, PS4, and Xbox One, potentially with VR support on the PS4. Uh, is this something you'd be excited about, James? Um, <laughs> I don't no? know. No, you can I, say no. No, I no, I know. But um, like I like like I think of you like, no, Have you played it, Ewan? I've I've not. No, no I was okay. interested. I was very interested in it at the time, but I just never got yeah, around to it. Like I think of LA Noir, and I have these amazing like this amazing idea in my head of what it was like, like this atmosphere, like it, it really captured that, the theme mm. and the setting perfectly, like an amazing, um, you know, atmosphere, yeah, atmosphere, I guess is the right word. Um, mm-hmm. But then like, you know, I'm done with, like, I, like, I guess not everybody played it, but I don't know. I just feel like I'm done with it. Like I, I don't understand why they would bother. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah. And 
I'd be surprised if it came to the Switch. That'd be nuts. Um, yeah, that would be weird. Wouldn't but it? in terms of like, like I, I personally wouldn't. I'm not too excited for it because I have I played that game to completion. I got all the DLC. I really I play. I did everything. Um, mm-hmm. I think this was the first game to ever do a season pass as well. But I'm, I think it was the first as well to do motion capture or one of the first. Yeah, it had that really, and that's the thing. Maybe this game, this game was expensive, like to make um, mm-hmm. because all of the faces were basically you know videos, more or less. Mm. Um, and it looked okay, but the story, there were elements of the story that were still shit. But it was, it, I think maybe because it was such an expensive game that Rockstar would love to make a little bit more money from it, or take two. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, like, I mean, it is one of those games where, like, you know, GDA has come out every time, like, you know, maybe give that a rest and give L.A. Noir some time to shine. Maybe there's a sequel coming. This would make, make perfect sense if there's a sequel coming. Um, mm-hmm. mm. Yeah. Do you, th- do you think it's possible that they could be interested in doing a sequel? I think that anyone who likes to make money um, and had a game that sold well previously is always going to make a sequel. Mm. You know, like um, the Bully 2 rumors have come out now. Um, Mm. Personally, I'd love them to make a Manhunt 2, but I feel like that's never going to happen in today's climate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. So violent. I I must admit, like I'm I'm struggling to see like who's going to be developing all these games. Like with Bully Two, sort of talking, and then Red Dead, obviously, and yeah, like, I think I, like, I don't see how they're going to find all the time. But there's two major Rockstar studios, isn't there? There's like North Rockstar mm-hmm. North is like the GDA people, and then San Diego is the Red Dead people. So I don't yeah. know. I don't know who else. But you got to you got to assume North are working on a on another GTA, right? Do they? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they're they're working on L.A. Noir, um, but yeah, no, I think like uh, this would be something I would be excited about just because I was so interested in playing the game initially and I never never got around to it. Um, and being sort of like a detective sort of game as well, and uh, I think Shannon sort of phrased that nicely in uh, his little news piece as well, like the fact that it's got such a heavy reliance on on reading people's facial expressions and stuff. I think VR could be quite quite a neat way to experience that game. Yeah. Um, so I hope it is something that that does come around. Just quickly, um, like there's like one, mm-hmm. two, three. There's about four to five. Rockstar Studios, so I mean, it's possible there could be all this oh, okay. stuff, and then there's like Jeez, the, the, really that many. Yeah, there's like London, Lincoln, um, oh, yeah, New England, Rockstar North, San Diego, Toronto, um, Leeds, India. Oh my god, yeah, there's quite a few. So, I mean, I don't know, like India could be doing because I'd assume that's their cheapest running studio, <laughs> they could be doing the remaster, who knows? Um, mm. yeah, so they've got a few, like, it's possible, like, logistically, this could be happening. Um, mm. But personally, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm a bit done with the Lenoir, but like, I I think that people probably should play it more because it's just a masterclass in you know building a world, building an atmosphere like LA. All right. Cool. Well, fingers crossed on that one. Uh, and then quickly as well, um, there was uh, a conversation with Senior Director of Corporate Communications for Nintendo, Charlie Sabetta, and uh, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, and VentureBeat. Uh, it sounds like Metroid 4 is poised to release next year, and Pokemon maybe soon after, maybe sort of like late 2018 or a 2019 release. Um, is that sooner than you expected, James? Um, no. I don't no? know. Okay, right. Um... <laughs> I, I'm, I only ask because, like, at the E3, we just we literally just saw text of the. I get of that, that, but like, like I it always doesn't seem very far along. Yeah, I always like. I feel like with Metroid, they wanted to focus on, um, you know, the 3DS game that comes out in two months or three mm-hmm. months, um, and maybe that's why. Like, I don't know. I don't like. I know they only showed us a logo for Metroid Prime, but they had like that's probably going to be late 2018 if it does exist. Um, yep. Oh, sorry. If it if it is coming, I mean that year. 
Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I, I personally think, you know, there's been so such a long time between mainline Metroid games and there's there were a lot of leaks leading up to this about other developers working on Metroid games and stuff and the mm-hmm. timing to me makes sense like that this is possibly I don't I don't personally think that this has just started development I think it's quite far into development they're just letting um the other 3DS Metroid breathe um and then with Pokemon you know Pokemon is I mean soon after to me that says 2019 um yeah but then yeah, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Metroid Prime 4 was late next year, is what cool. I'm trying to say. Um, I think mm-hmm. they, they are just trying to be careful to not like confuse or oversaturate with lots of Metroid stuff all at once. Yeah, yeah, that makes a, that makes a lot of sense. Like, I wouldn't um, be, like, if they did a Metroid Direct and they showed footage of Prime 4, they showed some last, like, a launch trailer, so the 3DS one, and then they did, like, oh, and the Metroid Prime trilogy is now available on Switch. Like, do you know what I mean? Oh, that'd be, yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, um, on the topic of Metroid still, did you see the, uh, the limited edition that they're doing for that 3DS yes. Samus Returns title? Yes. What did you make of that? Is that something you're going to pick up? Um, yeah, but not in Australia. Um, I've got a friend who works at like GameStop in Norway, so hopefully... Oh, is it, is it not releasing in Australia? No, nah, it's not coming to Australia, oh, which sucks. That's a shame. Um, yeah. so I'm going to try and work something out with some friends, um, or right. even maybe some import sites, see how we go. Yeah. Very clever. Uh, well, I think that brings us to about an end of episode 105 of the Starcast. It's generally pretty light on news in the week after after E3, but uh, you know, a couple of interesting rumors circling around there. Um, on a different note, um, there's going to be some slight changes happening with the Starcast. I'm actually uh, heading off overseas uh, to do a, a bit of study over there, um, which means that uh, I may not be able to appear on the Starcast as much as I'd like, sadly. So, James, uh, sorry, Jake is going to take over the uh, the hosting duties. Um, but uh, just bear with us because it might take sort of like a couple of weeks to really sort of organize things and get back into a routine and a rhythm with that. So there might be a, a missed week here or there with the Startcast, uh, but we'll be sure to get it back into its regular programming as uh, as soon as possible. Um, remember, you can sub to us on iTunes or any other podcast service of your choice. Just search the Startcast. That's the easiest way to get the latest episodes as they release. Uh, follow Press Start on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Press Start AU. Visit the site at pressstart.com.au and join the conversation using the hashtag hashtag the startcast i've been your host ewan roxborough you can follow me on twitter at ewan underscore roxborough and joining us today with his words of wisdom was james um yes <laughs> thank you i guess sorry i, for- I forgot uh, you hate this bit no i don't know do- i don't <laughs> do you want to share your twitter handle oh, any yeah. content you might be working sorry, on sorry um yeah so my twitter handle is atjamz so it's like at jams um, it has what I'm working on. I still have a Morrowind, Elder Scrolls Online Morrowind review to plow through. Um, I'm trying to just play it a bit more to see if I like it. So that's why it's a bit late, but you know, not looking good. Um, and then, um, another one is like a VR title called Arizona Sunshine, which is like kind of cool, but you know, I, I you'll see what I think about it later on. Um, but that's all, that's <laughs> I, all I'm I do always right enjoy reading your reviews, James. You're, uh, you, oh, you don't thanks. hold back. Your opinion yeah. is for front and center, which yeah. I love. As it should be. As it should be. That's the point. Yep. That is the point. That is yep. the point. Um, well, until next time, guys, thanks for tuning in. Happy gaming. Happy gaming.